What's up? Kyle Height, The New Heights Journey, episode 44. Can't believe it's been like 411 days since I've put out an episode. Yes, I counted and I did the math, but I'm excited to get back on this and share something with you today. Um, basically catching up to where I've been. I don't really like to do all these, you know, talking about myself life things, but I do like to do them once in a while to just catch people up to where I am in my life. I'm pretty quiet on social media. I don't post very often and no one really knows what I'm doing, um, which is totally okay. But I do these podcast episodes so I can catch people up and just, you know, continually share my journey because my journey is here to impact your journey. And I hope that you can take something away from, you know, whatever I say in these podcast episodes and apply it to your own life to make you go um, to a new level in life, to a new height. So that's why I love to share it. And today I'm going to be, you know, just talking about what's happened these past 411 days, really. Um, I, I, I left San Diego. I went to Colombia for four and a half months. That was only supposed to be two weeks. And now I've found myself in Las Vegas. But to start back in San Diego, I was working at an agency for a long time and for a year-ish. And I started to have these dreams and kind of like, you know, feelings to which was to pull me back out or was pulling me out to Vegas again. Now it's been something that's been in my life for about three years. It's been popping up nonstop. Go to Vegas, go to Vegas, go to Vegas. And I never listened and I bounced around and did other things. And finally this time, it was an overwhelming feeling. And I said, fine, if I'm supposed to go to Vegas, these things have to move, things have to happen. Life has to fall into place for me to, to do this. And it was you know, intense to where I was like reaching out to my, my grandpa, my uncles, and you know, their pastors, and I was just looking for their guidance and their leadership and their prayers uh, to, to, to really make sure this is something that's true. Because honestly, I loved San Diego. I loved being in San Diego. I loved everything about San Diego. And when people tell me now that like, I moved from San Diego, they're like, what? why are you living in Las Vegas moving from San Diego? So I knew it was something in life that has come up again. So if it was supposed to happen, it had to happen. And everything had to fall in place, which it did. To break it down fast, I was working at this agency. I was living in San Diego in a, in a studio next to the beach that was a part of a house that's been trying to, you know, that my, my boss actually owned it at the time. And he was trying to sell it for a long time. And then I had to be in San Diego for June and July. And then, of course, everything had to fall into place to get out to Vegas. So... First, I was at this agency and I said, okay, if I'm supposed to go to Vegas, what's, what's going to happen with this agency? I knew I wanted to work for, my, for myself and I wanted to have my own little business and manage people from my computer and, and do what I was doing for my computer so I could travel um, whenever I wanted and wherever I wanted. And so the first thing that had to fall into place was something had to happen with this job. And <laughs> after I really was like, okay, God, if you want me to go to Vegas, make these things happen. Things have to move. Three days later, the house that I was living in ha- sold. So I had to move out. I was like, okay, well, let's just see what happens here. You know, and about a week later, my boss and the other leaders at, at work sit me down like, hey, Kyle, we're going to go in a different direction. We're going to work to be a public affairs agency, X, Y, Z. I said, that's totally cool. He's like, but we're going we're gonna to let you go, but we want to give you all the marketing agents and, uh, marketing clients that we've been working with. So I was like, okay, perfect. So boom, house sells. Agency lets me go, but gives me the marketing clients. So I have my own business. Now that I'm working from my computer, my dream is basically achieved to what I've been doing. And lastly, the, the thing was like, all right, um, I need to be here in June and July and it's only May. I need to be in Vegas for some, to take care of some things that I've been needing to take care of. 
I start posting on Facebook like, hey, if anybody's looking for a roommate for the summer, June, July, here in San Diego, let me know. Uh, Nothing, nothing. I didn't get anything. And then finally some girl randomly messages me and she said, hey, I'm going back to Hawaii because school's finished. I have a apartment in Pacific Beach that I need somebody to take over for June and July. And at the time I didn't have a car and I needed to be somewhere close to where I can walk to coffee shop to do work, walk to the gym, walk to the grocery store. And this place was two blocks from the beach a block away from the grocery store, a block away from a coffee shop, two blocks away from, from my gym, and it just worked out. And I was there for June and July. And then come August, I knew I was traveling. I wanted to travel because I started to set this up. I wanted to come, uh, I wanted to go up to Tahoe, see my, see my friends and just see Tahoe and, and go to Reno, and of course. And Reno has been, was awesome. <laughs> I can't believe how awesome it was because just the, the, the vibe in that city is continually getting better and better. Um, so that was cool. But from uh, Tahoe and Reno, I knew I was planning a trip to go to Colombia as well because that was next on my list. And my good buddy Mervin lives down in Colombia. And so we were working on some stuff because he, he put out a post on Facebook and said, hey guys, I'm working on doing this project, XYZ. Who, who knows how to do marketing and Facebook ads and building funnels and things like that? And I was like, bro, I know how to do that. And he's like, cool, come to Colombia. So I went to Colombia and my original plan was to Two weeks? Yes, two weeks. And after that, I stayed for four months. So before we get back into going to, to you know, how I left San Diego and went, now I'm in Vegas, I spent four and a half months in Medellin, Colombia. And it was the most incredible experience that I've had. Um, I went down there and just totally blew me away. I think we have such a, you know, a skewed perspective of Colombia or even Medellin because what we watch on Netflix, which are all fun and great shows like Narcos and whatnot. And, and, and like the, the idea of Pablo Escobar still being down there and people just think it's very unsafe. They're just so, they're just, they don't know what they don't know. So me, I wanted to go experience the city because I've only heard incredible things. Being a nomad now, uh, I've heard that the two top places to go when you're a digital nomad is Chiang Mai, Thailand, which I've been to a couple times. And the next spot was Medellin, Colombia. And why Medellin, Colombia? Because it's just an amazing city. Uh, the, the American dollar is very powerful down there. And, you, and there's a huge expats group that you can get connected and just meet tons of people. And it's South America. It's amazing. And I wanted to learn Spanish as well. So I took that trip. Two weeks down there turned into four and a half months. Um, when I was down there, I did so many amazing things. And first of all, like, I just, it, like I said, it, it, blew, it blew me out of the water. I had no idea what to expect. I knew there was like tall buildings and it was cool, but I had no idea like how developed it was. And yes, there's, it's still a you know, third world country and city, but the, the buildings, the people, the just everything from restaurants and nightlife and shopping and culture was just like, I didn't even expect it. And it was beautiful. And um, so spending that, the, the four months down there, I tried to do as many things as I could. Um, I wanted to travel more within the country, which I didn't get to do. Um, which is okay because I'll go back again and I can see myself easily buying a you know property down there because it's cheaper. And um, But what we did was like mountain biking and that was something that I've talked about a couple times to where, you know, I've been on a mountain bike before and I rode a bike, but this was like something that pushed me to my absolute limits. Um, and it was it was crazy. The, the first one was just basically like, you know, it was pretty casual mountain biking you know if you're if you're comfortable on the bike you go down the hill and whatnot we did some single trails which i had never 
never even believed that I could go down or I didn't even know a bike itself could go down these single trails but you know it, it was it was a push and it was a test and the second time we went was absolute madness because it was like a double black diamond expert trail I'm like I've been on the mountain bike once and that kicked my ass but that was amazing and that pushed me to my absolute limits as well and then we just kept doing mountain biking it was something i fell in love with and it was it was great and it's crazy adrenaline rush you know uh, i don't get to snowboard much often so this this adrenaline came from mountain biking and that was cool um as far as like living in columbia uh, my buddy mervin lived in a pretty amazing apartment when we when i first got there um, it was like on the 15th floor 14th floor of a high rise beautiful view and it was just amazing. Uh, but from there, we were looking for a place to live because we had to move out of that place. Um, we, ended up find, we ended up finding a, a penthouse that was at the top floor, 22 stories up. Um, it was two floors, like the penthouse itself was two floors, two stories, you know, three bedrooms, four bedrooms with a maid's quarter and had an, like a ridiculous view. This apartment in like San Diego or let's say a big city like New York City would easily be up into like the $25,000, $30,000 range per month range because of just the location, the view, you know, it was fully furnished and like we had our, we had a maid, we didn't like to call her a maid, she was more of like a house mom, she took care of us and we took care of her, she was an amazing woman, her name was Nayla and she, you know, would cook us food, she would do our laundry, she would clean, she was just an amazing woman. And so to have her live there with us was just awesome. Uh, but for this apartment, we only paid fully furnished, two stories, top floor, penthouse, hot tub on the roof, rooftop bar, or like rooftop, you know, patio, rooftop, what's the thing, like terrace. And they looked over the whole city. Um, it was only $2,800. That would probably literally be $30,000 apartment in new york city san diego something crazy like that so that was huge to be able to experience something like that and then you know you know shopping is is, is a little bit cheaper down there uh the restaurants incredible anywhere you go you know we we, en we enjoyed eating out at least twice a, twice a day or excuse me twice a week um because we can go to a fancy restaurant that just had great food and it was cheaper than in the states so Working at a restaurant in La Jolla, if we were to get like, you know, a steak, a nice steak, a bottle of wine, you know, maybe a, a drink if, you, if you're a drinker or a cocktail, um, sides, you know, all like the whole, the whole nice meal that you can think of. In the States, you know, it's probably like a hundred bucks a person. There was like maybe $25 a person and that was expensive because you can get a nice dinner with steak. For me, it was like, you know, a, a nice steak, shrimp seafood um a, a beer or you know sides like vegetables or all kinds of sides but it was probably about 25 dollars tops per person so we enjoyed ourselves and we ate out quite often we also um there's an app down there called rappy that you download on your phone and if you have rappy you can basically do like anything you can order food kind of like uber eats or postmates or anything like that you can have them do a like a errands for you where they can go and take something to some person they can get cash out of an atm for you um, if you want them to buy something from you from like the mall if you wanted a pair of shoes or thing like that you can literally have them go buy that for you if you need something from the pharmacy um some days we know we had too much beer that too much beer the night before they we would just wrap you some ibuprofen and and and, and uh, pedialyte or something like that and they would bring it to us it was awesome 
And <laughs> after that, like just just being in Colombia itself, you know, the, the, the next thing I needed to learn was Spanish. And Spanish, I, I, I heard that if you could speak Spanish to English, you can speak to eight, about 80% of the world, which is incredible. And for me, being like an entrepreneur and business person with that mindset, like that just opens the door to do business and with so many and, and meet so many other people who speak Spanish. So that was like, that's the term that has made me determined to speak Spanish fluently um, as best as I can. So when I go back down there, my, my progress is, is much better than what it was when I got there. Because once I got there, like I knew colors, I knew hola and como estas, small things like that. And now being there for four and a half months, I picked up on lots. Plus our, our house mom at the time, she didn't speak any English. So anytime she was like talking to me, I'm just, at the beginning, I did not know what she was saying. And by the time I left, uh, I basically picked up on like 80% of what she was telling me all the time and we could have conversations. So that was cool. And now I still practice every, every morning, about 30 minutes every morning uh, with Duolingo and I'm determined to speak Spanish. That said and done. So when I go back there this summer uh, to Colombia, I will be able to speak, but uh, speak Spanish fluently. But overall, the city of Medellin, the, the country of Colombia was just amazing, amazing. So I highly suggest if you go to, if you're looking to go to a new place after all this, you know, craziness in the world that's going on. If you're, when travel starts to pick back up, I highly suggest you go to Medellin, Colombia. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. It is amazing. Um, so I can't wait to go back there. But anyway, that four and a half months in Colombia finally came to an end because I felt like I needed to, you know, continually go after what life was telling me to do and get to Vegas. I didn't know why. Honestly, there was no answers. It was just a pull. And I decided to take that leap of faith. And finally, December 12th, I, I flew back to the States. And the last part of December was, you know, like Christmas time and whatnot. I was spent a lot of time with my family. And then finally, the end of December, I found myself in Las Vegas. Was like, okay, you know, and all I have is my backpack of clothes and my backpack with like my computer. I didn't own anything, like no car. I didn't have like any stuff for an apartment, anything like that. I just had some clothes and my computer. And I said, let's go. Let's see what happens. And from there, things began to fall into place more. Um, I ended up getting a casita over in, in Summerlin, which is like the area I wanted to be in because I wanted to have an office at WeWork. I knew I wanted to go to Lifetime Gym out here. I just love the area out here. Um, so I, that all fell into place. And I've been here for two, three months now. And things just continually you know, unfold. And it seems as like, you know, it was crazy because what's going on now? I'm like, wow, just you know with everything with the coronavirus and travel being halted and people being like people are scared and and there's a big spirit of fear going everywhere and it, it totally makes sense and i understand it and it's a tough time for a lot of people right now so being out here i was like okay uh all this crazy stuff is happening why and those are answers that i'll never really get you know just uh, i always believe that things like this these setbacks are always setups for you know big big opportunities and, and for us to take advantage of the greatness. So I've been in Vegas and I forgot to mention that when I was in Colombia, I, you know, still working for myself, I had a friend that I worked with at the previous agency. She started working for a big, big agency, specifically marketing in um, Santa Monica. And at first I was going to apply for them, but you know, I didn't. So when I was in Colombia, she reached out to me a couple times and said, Hey, we need somebody to take over some accounts. Can we contract you out? 
I said, of course. So this, this contract was like five or six more clients that I brought on board. And it was awesome because I was able to just, you know, up my work, up pay, up my learning abilities, everything like that. And I was still living in Colombia. And I mentioned to her that I was coming back to the States and she said, we would love to have you come on here full time. So when you come back to the States, stop by the office, you know, meet the team um, and anything, everything like that. So as soon as I came back in December, which I was been working with them for about a month, I, I uh, went into the office in, in Santa Monica and it was this cool, you know, awesome place to work. Um, good vibes everywhere. People were, per, were awesome. California people were awesome. Um, so it was cool. And then after that, they offered me a full-time position. But I said I, can, I would only do a full-time position if I could be remote because life's been telling me to be in Vegas. And so I need to be in Vegas. And plus, my parents are only an hour away from me now, which is great. And they agreed to, uh, you know, bringing me on board, being fully remote. So I did that. And I went out there for a week of training to Santa Monica, the first week of February, and spent the time there. And it was cool. I was like, all right, you know, I'll come out here every month or every two months uh, to spend a week to just be with the team and, and, and whatnot. Because it was a cool place and it was cool people. And no doubt it was awesome. So fast forward like 20 days. I get a phone call from one of the lead man the, the the lead manager there, and he says, "Hey, Kyle, you know." And it was one of those calls where I was like, I was at the gym listening, and then it kept like breaking up. But all I really picked up on the first thing was like, "We need to let you go." <laughs> and so I was like, "Hold on, let me let me call you back. Let me get outside." So I ran outside, called them back, and you know, I I put I I didn't really know what to say because he told me again. He's like, "I don't know how much you heard, but I need to let you know." that we let you go. I was like, okay, you know, at, at first, like, you know, you, you start to go in, for me, it was start to go into survival mode, but I caught myself and I said, everything happens for a reason. You were there for, you know, for working with them for three months, their full time. I was a remote employee for 20 days, but everything happens for a reason. So after that, I was kind of nervous because I just moved into a new place. You know, I ended up getting a car and not that my bills were a whole lot, but I had more bills to, to pay now. And I, and I, and I uh, you know, I, I moved away from my clients that I was working with by myself because I really wanted to focus on this opportunity. And now that this opportunity is no longer there, I didn't know what to think or what to expect. But it happened. And from that, you know, it actually worked out for the better because a couple of the clients that I worked with at the agency, they didn't want to work at the agency anymore. And they decided to you know, step away from the agency and work with me, which was a huge blessing. You know, I had nothing bad against the agency. I didn't talk anything bad about them. I just mentioned that or I just was told that I was let go. So I had to see what life came, what life brought to me after that. And what brought to me after that was a couple of clients, a couple more clients that allowed me to do what I was doing before, which was great. And from that, you know, <laughs> since that happened, that was like a crazy couple of days of not knowing and unknown but it was a huge test of faith but it still has left me here in vegas and now that i've been here in vegas as things have fallen into place as they should i i just meet the right people i i i come across the right opportunities and what i've been doing now is just like amazing it's been such a blessing um from helping these clients you know in their e-commerce stores so basically what I have the opportunity to do now is I get to help people build their e-commerce stores. People who have e-commerce stores already uh, for their own brands or whatever, um, I'm allowed to do marketing for them. And then for individuals like me, um, I start my own e-commerce store. I help others do the same and I teach them how to be successful with it. It's been amazing. Um, that's been a huge thing that's come up this, this time 
these whatever past couple months that I've been here in Vegas um, is people just looking for an opportunity to do something rather than what they've been doing already. Uh, and the e-commerce world is a very amazing world and powerful world. And you can make have a lot of time, freedom and, 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 and whatnot because everything is on your computer. And when this is, once this has happened, my life has changed even more. So being able to teach people and the, the big thing I really love about it, I, honestly, is like, yes, you get to create an e-commerce store and yes, I help you. But I really like to, as New Heights is all about, help people elevate their lives to new heights. So I get, I have this huge opportunity in this platform now to do that, which is an insane blessing. And so far, it's continually getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I, I, I'm so thankful for it. And this is where my life is at now. I'm in Las Vegas. I'm doing my own thing. And just the opportunities that come into my life have been incredible. And now this opportunity of being able to teach people and help them create a life that, you know, that they want to live kind of like how I wanted to do it. And now I get to be able to teach them and it's amazing. And all people, it's just, I don't know, you know, I don't go out and like send messages to everybody on Facebook, like, Hey, 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 you need this, you need this, this. No, no, no. I just kind of pray for the people that are, you know, praying for me or I pray for the people that are praying for an opportunity that they can meet me and it just falls into place and it's great. Um, and I help them, you know, get started on this and, and, and teach them. And it's a process. It's a process, but it's a beautiful reward at the end. So that's where I've been at now. And Vegas, it's almost April. I can't believe it. Um, I turned 30 years old this, this last, well, this month in March, uh, which was a huge thing. I'll do a whole nother podcast on that. But that's the catch up 2.0 from San Diego to Columbia, now to Vegas. And now being planted in Vegas is just awesome. I'm seeing how things are going, seeing how things are falling into place for me. Um, I just continually work on myself. That's something I've learned that's huge is that I don't chase things anymore. I just continually work on myself and they somehow, you know, come into my life. And that's very difficult for me to do sometimes because I'm a go-getter, no doubt. But uh, working on myself has been one of the biggest things that I've been able to do um, in this time. And the opportunities always, ma- I always preach opportunities always match preparation. So I just continually prepare myself for what, what God wants to bring into my life. And I encourage you, if you're looking for you know, a new opportunity or you're looking for new things in life, um, they're not falling into your life because you're not prepared. So I, pre- I, I challenge you to work on yourself in that, whether it's personal development, whether it's you know, reading, reading new books or reading more books, um, educating yourself on all kinds of things. Um, and then you'll see new opportunities come. So I'm excited that I got to share this with you. I'm excited that the New Heights journey um, is, is coming back up. I'm going to definitely do some, some more podcasts here um, just because I want to and it's fun. And I hope that something I share with you is, you know, it resonates with you and you're able to take that and, and grow it into something more and you can become the better version of yourself. And Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I wish I could meet everybody that listens, but unfortunately I can't. <laughs> but, you know, I do have an Instagram now. You can follow me at New Heights, uh, N-E-W-H-E-I-D-T-S. And it's a private profile, but, you know, I'll accept you. So <laughs> have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening again. And stay tuned for the next episode.